Okay, so these are the guys I worked with in L.A. when we was doing Ain't Misbehaving. Marshall Royal was the saxophonist. Benny Powell, trombone. Al Aaron's trumpet. Jerome Richardson, that's me, and Larry Ball. Yeah, I was right out of high school, and these are all the old cats who worked with Count Basie and a lot of folks during that time. So my dad taught me well. He taught me how to play jazz and play swing, swing music. And those are the cats. Somebody help me. I'm locked inside my fear and my sadness. Lost inside my head, I'm tossed and I'm torn. It's madness, and I'm so confused. I needed your help. Somebody help me. The Skeleton! I am uh, Frankie Mahoney, a crooner from Mendover, Nevada. Here, my car. Oh, oh it's not mine. A cross-dresser. Oh, give me that. Room car. The woman you're looking for is standing right here. Where? <laughs> Ken's a playwright. I'm a playwright. Ken's a, um, a musician. I'm not a musician, but I do write some music, and he makes sense of it and put it together, arrange it, and that kind of stuff. And I, um, I direct, but he's not really a director, so that's kind of my part. And then I do most of the administrative work, all of the administrative all work. All administrative. I can't stand <laughs> that's administrative not work. I can't stand that. So, but what, so. what we both do is we both are actors. Mm -hmm. And so um, we do both know theater inside and out from some from one perspective a little more than the other. So where I'm directing, I'm the actors, music guy. I'm he's the music always guy. the music director. But yeah. I can act too, though. Yeah, he can act, but you can't act and be musical director at the same time. <laughs> so that's what we've done. So we put together um, All God's Saints was one of the first shows that we did together. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, book was already written, and then Ken rewrote all the music, 26 yeah. songs. Were 26? And, yeah, 26, yeah, 26 songs, songs. And it was a gospel musical. Oh, gospel. And, um, but some kind of jazzy parts in, in, into it because, well, that's what he is. He's a jazz guy. We did it to Producers Club. The Producers Club. Yeah, Producers yeah. Club. And that's the last time we did it. And we had all those people. I said, I'm not doing this again. Not with all these people. We had 26 so actors in all. Yeah, trying that to was get a lot. Them acting, dancing, singing. And when you put a lot of actors and you don't have a budget, mm -hmm. then you get what you can get. And boy, you got to work real hard to try real to hard. get everybody together in mm -hmm. shape and harmonizing. It mm -hmm. was no easy task. But we were able to pull it off, and pull we did off. more than 10 shows, and mm -hmm. we did uh, uh, four or five different places where we mm -hmm. kind of took, took the show around and were invited to other places where we didn't have to produce it ourselves, so that was nice. We scaled it back and did a, a version called Martin Song, one of yeah. the characters in, in All God's Saints Go to Heaven, not 
Yeah, where we it's, just it's, focused on the um, the main character with uh, HIV AIDS, mm -hmm. and we promoted that as a HIV AIDS. Um, but it's a little better because you had less people. Four people. Yeah, four actors, and it's much better to to um, to uh, uh, what's the word for it to uh, to regulate. Regulate. Well, <laughs> it, it was easier to direct, to work with, and right, get right, schedules. Right, right, but I mean, you had to regulate and, and all them folks, man. All of that kind of stuff. It was just a so it was just four actors, four actors, and so we took part of the music, and and we Terry just just focused on that one character, and that was a little better. That was yeah, a little better. Yeah. And we did it at some churches and some HIV kind of things, and yeah, HIV promotions, and and the good part about that is that. We didn't really, as producers, didn't have to really come out of pocket because that was a producible show. That right, because they don't want mind. they don't want a lot. Folks don't want a lot of people on the show. It's hard to get a show produced when you got twenty six sure. actors. It's a lot of work. So most stuff, most shows that they produce is small cast. They want a small cast. They want to be able to to go a lot of different places and not spend a lot of money. Well, if they got to spend that. a lot of money. They're not going to deal with. Well, not just that. They want something that's going to speak to people. And Martin Song had a lot of uh, pertinent storylines in it in, in terms of uh, people at church working together, actually caring for each other, and right. as well as helping people. So you got somebody like Martin who was homeless and in need, right. and you got somebody in the church who's arrogant and their nose is all stuck up in the air and they feel like it's beneath them to deal with a homeless person. Right. That's something that strikes a chord with mm -hmm. with churches and so there was a there was a lot of teachable moments in there not right. to mention the fact that uh iris house and other places that dealt with hiv aids awareness were very happy to have us as part of their affairs and a part of uh their symposiums and workshops that they were doing to promote more um awareness for African Americans, especially in Harlem, because that's where we did the show the most. Right, Harlem. We did, then we, just, we segued into what did we do next? No, we did Bones Venture, which was a completely right. opposite. This right, was right, his right. baby. He thought right, it was right. just going to be a small little show. But it was a lot of people, and we had a lot of problems with that. Why did and I the let the subject him... matter was a little racy? Uh, yeah, it's pretty racy about these two Polish guys. Who were um, at a brothel? Yeah, starting a, a brothel. Right, right. They were ex uh, porn. One, of, they were ex porn filmmakers. Can't do that in church. Right. So that was it. Was limited. Then I had Jeffrey Owens help me with it. Yeah. And help me to really make later the music on, much later better. Later on, make but, the music much but, better. But we the, did that show too. We did that show, at the but Hartley House. We did that show, but he kind of left me alone with that show a lot because he was traveling, My doing a, a theater show, right. touring, right. and and then I wound up doing the most of it. And he thought it was just going to be a small little show, but, but it wasn't. no, it's not. It was a big show. Another twenty-four people. 24. No, it wasn't twenty-four. Yes, 12. it was. When you no, it was far more than. I, I'll show you the the. Um, well, anyway, we did that. We yeah. did a little reading. Then we Jeffrey Owens helped me with. We did a reading later, later on, on when we right. revamped it. When he revamped it. Right, but then when they said that you know God says what's what do you have in your hands? So we did the Skilling and Booker. We had that school. A middle school called the Forward School of Creative Writing, Forward right. Film Orchestration, Writing Art, Recording, and Drama. And so when we were doing that school. Uh, the kids had to write all of the scripts 
uh, from the, the 128 state standards. Right. Yeah. And so it, it was an educational program. Mm -hmm. And as principal of that school, I had the opportunity to act in and that gave me a chance to get out of from behind the desk in administration and do some acting. And uh, that show was, uh, we did about 14 episodes over two years, 14 or 15 episodes over yeah, two yeah. years. People started saying that Miss Booker, who was my character, was really hilarious. And his character, Skillet, was crazy funny. So um, people kept telling us how funny we were. So when we finally left the school, left education and and we went to a family reunion and they said, uh, you know, they need some entertainment. So for fun, we decided, let's go and do a little Skillet and Booker. Mm -hmm. So we did an improv and I tell you, it went over so well. And then unbeknownst to us, some kid cries out in the middle of the thing, it's Skillet. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what? We, he, he recognized us from the TV or recognized right. him from the TV. TV right. And so then people started saying, you guys got something there. So we started writing little skits. Terry wrote this script and I just kind of like added some things to it, some characters and, and part of one of my other shows that I wrote. And we came up with this um, Matters of the Heart show, which is much easier. It's just us two doing the whole show. We got eight characters between the two of us. We're doing the whole show together. So we ain't got to worry about somebody saying, I got to do an audition, this and that and that and this. So we did like open mics at, at yeah. comedy clubs. Yeah, we went to all kind of comedy clubs yeah. all around New York, New York. We went and to Chicago. And Chicago. We went to comedy clubs in Chicago, and I t we developed a little following. Right. People started saying, hey, week. it's those two. We did that show at the Holly House for three years. Then we went up to Comic Strip Live. You know, Comic Strip Live, that's where Eddie Murphy and all them guys started off. And then you had Adam Sandler doing. Uh, he did a, a show up there, uh, uh, and then Seinfeld. So, so it was. It's a good spot. We just did it. That we did six shows there, right, Terry? Over the course of a couple of years. Yeah, they started liking us over there, but right. you know, uh, it's kind of hard to get people to want to um, spend, spend a lot of money. money at a comedy club. The comedy club, because, you gotta uh, do the two drink minimum and the and, two, and, the, yeah, and, the, and the cover charging. And we folks, us folks, don't like to spend that money. Yeah. We like to know. get stuff free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, in any case, so then uh, now we're doing our show at a restaurant. We got a six-month uh, contract that we're doing our show at a restaurant, spoon-fed in Manhattan, and we don't have to produce it. Right. Oh, so, it's, so it's getting better. We are getting are to getting the place better. where we're stopping having to self-produce, and that feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so hey, get a little 3D, y'all. Am I coming through your Still TV? Still Booker. And that's, that's Mr. it. Mr. So, Look here. Y'all come on out there to Spoon Fit and see Skillet and Booker and Matters of the Heart. Miss Booker's waiting for you. <laughs> Ciao. See ya. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating a little bit. Come here, let me show you this. And so here's my wall of fame. Little beanie is behind me, my dog. Here, Ain't Misbehaving. I did a million of those. And uh, this was in San Diego. This is when we did it again. It was uh, on Broadway. 
And uh, one of the shows I did, it was signed by everybody, Nell Carter. It was signed by Andre, Andre DeShields and all the people that was on the show, the originals, I worked with them, okay? Everybody signed it, Luther Henderson, all of them. Then, uh, let's see, here's The Wiz. I did that on the road. My first show was A Chorus Line. I was about ooh, 18, 19 years old when I was doing that show. I did it in Chicago, and uh, I did it in New York also, subbed on it. Then I had all the people sign that. Uh, here's another show I did. Beanie is with me here. Um, something I did in Europe. We was in Europe for nine months. Okay. And then over here, Ain't Misbehaving with uh, Frenchie Davis. And uh, Ruben Stutter. This is one of the shows I did. Well, it was a movie, uh, a soldier story. It was when Denzel Washington be first became a star. He wasn't a star there. So I played on the soundtrack to that movie in L.A. And I did Sophisticated Ladies here. That's the one that was with Gregory Hines. I had all of them to sign that. Isn't that something? There you go. All the shows I did. Oh, I forgot about this one. Ella with Frida Payne, Marley's Hines. Music has been a big part of my life. I started at a very young age. Mm -hmm. And that's my brother, Junior. He put, we worked uh, as kids, played drum solos, played all over the place. He was like a great drummer in Chicago. Nobody could touch him. Great jazz drummer. I was about three years old when I started. And he was, he was uh, ooh, about seven. And so we played all over the place. My dad's a drummer. My dad worked with Muddy Waters back in the 40s when he first came to Chicago. And they wrote, they came to talk to my dad and they wrote, put his name in the book. Can't be satisfied, Muddy Waters. So now I am continuing the tradition of drummers. So I think that is my, that was my calling to continue the tradition of my brother and my father. They're not playing anymore. My dad is, he's 93. He's not playing gigs, of course. And my brother had a nervous breakdown. So I'm the one who's continuing on to tradition, the tradition. Somebody help me I'm locked inside my fear and my sadness Lost inside my head I'm tossed and I'm torn It's madness and I'm so confused I needed your help 